welcome to Mimosa Moments with Jazz and Gina. Hey, Gina. Hey, lady. How are you? You know what? I was telling Lena the other day that I'm going to start calling you Gigi. You know what? I think it's cute. Because I know so many Ginas that when she talks to me and I'm like, who? And she was like, you know, Gina. I was like, which one? And I said, you know what? Just when you talk to me about her, just call her Gigi. So I may not say that all the time, but just so you know, that's what I'm calling you behind your back, which is better than what most people call me behind my back. (laughs) Just don't call me a bitch. Because if you do, I'm going to expect some bitch behavior. Okay. Yeah. That's all I can tell you. Expect bitch behavior if that's what you call me. And speaking of which, bitch behavior. Now, I know the last couple of podcasts we've been talking about relationships and and cheating and what's acceptable and what's not. But I I thought today it might be kind of cool to kind of talk about some personal stuff, right? More about being a woman and, and just, you know, all that that entails. Everything from, you know, having to deal with what is perceived as bitchy behavior, which really is, and it's just me saying, listen, I'm very passionate about this and I'm a perfectionist. It is what it is. All the way to the opposite end of the spectrum about aging, because people don't talk about that. Right. Like I called my girlfriend the other day and I said, because she she called me about six, maybe even eight months ago and said, girl, my nipples are hard all the time. I said, hey, that's, that's a lot of information. I don't even know why you're telling me that. TMI, TMI. <laughs> but when I tell you eight months later, my nipples were hard all the time, I got it. Now you want to share, huh? I want to share. I want to talk about it. And, you know, I began to think about, I heard um, Tracy Ellis Ross do an interview the other day, and she was talking about how she's perimenopausal. And I was like, it's so funny how out of all the friends I have, we've talked about everything. We've talked about um uh, men, we've talked about jobs. Hell, we've talked about you know uh, bacterial infections. We've talked, we've and talked about yeast infections. But nobody's talked about menopause. menopause. What's up with that? You know, I don't know. I think women are afraid to talk about it. Um, it's that uncomfortable conversation. But we yeah. have to talk about it. We do. And let me just tell you, as a woman who is in the middle of menopause, it sucks. Let me tell you something. I believe you. I believe you. And I think uh, I'm going to need a little bit of my mimosa to handle it. Okay. But let me be, let me be full disclosure because you and I are like besties. So you're, you got the mimosa. I did, I ran out of my, my, my champagne. So I had to take some rosé and put a little tonic in it. And I call it a, uh, what did I call it, Lena? A rose tonic. Yeah, we really are besties because I, I ran out of mine too. <laughs> well, the great thing is we can still cheer to our mimosa moments before we get deep into this conversation. Yeah, we can. Yes. So I feel like one of the reasons that women don't talk about menopause or being perimenopausal is I think it it gives the perception that we are now getting old. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like there's a negative uh, connotation. There's a a stigma. There is. It's almost like, okay, you have no goodness left because you're going through menopause. Right. Right. Now, Now that's not true. That's not true. And and you still are sexually active. Let me see. That's what I was about to say, because I I think I'm perimenopausal. I'm not in menopause yet, I don't think. But my biggest fear is, you know, I don't want to. 
you know, lose my sexual mum mum mum. You know? Yeah, the monkey still works. It works. It still works. It still works. Okay. Trust me. You ain't got to crank it up to get started. It just works. At least my, I don't have to crank mine up. I, <laughs> like, mine I don't up. need a crank. Okay. I don't need a crank. And you know, I have not um, had the vaginal dryness. Mm. I hear women talking about it. Yeah, I have too. I haven't experienced that. I, and I'm so great, grateful. I have not experienced Yeah, now I, one of my girlfriends who is full menopausal, she said she is as dry as the Sahara Desert. She said she had to go to her OBGYN and say, listen, you got to give me something to lo- loosen this thing up. No, I have not. And to be honest, Jazz, I went, uh, I didn't even know I was in, gone through menopause. Let me, let me say this. I was starting to have hot flashes. That's how I knew. I was like, gosh, I'm getting hot, cold. So I went to my OBGYN and she said, you are full blown. You've gone through menopause. Wow. And I said, what? Um, I had my last cycle in February of this year. And when I went in March, I experienced my first hot flash in March. And I was like, oh, wait a minute now. Me and Satan not fixing to run together. <laughs> <laughs> it's hot <laughs> and I said get your life right Gina you know <laughs> so um I didn't have the horrible experiences that most women talk about but um the hot flashes are the damn devil and I'm listen you, one of my girlfriends time. won't leave the house without a fan yeah, yeah, we will be at dinner and she'll break out a full on uh, like what the, the battery operated kind. Yeah. And she'll just I'm like, what is happening? She's like, girl, I'm having a hot flash. Now, I haven't cool. had that yet, but I started having irregular periods. My mood okay. swings were crazy. I was experiencing weight gain, which, you know, for me was out of the ordinary. Not to say that I can't gain weight because Lord knows I love a good donut and a whole bag of chips. But I've always <laughs> been blessed enough to keep it off. But right. I started experiencing weight gain. I had to go to the doctor. I was like, listen, what the hell is going on? And it, was my, it wasn't even my OBGYN because I never thought about that. And I guess it was because I think we all to a certain extent, have that for every young kind of mentality. Like, it's never going to happen to me. I'm not my granny. Like, you know, I'm not my great grandmother. We look good. Yes. And and for the most part, right. And for the most part, feel good, right? So I never stopped to even consider it could be menopause. I was like, "Mm -mm, that's not me. It's got to be something else. It's got to be my diet. I I might be diabetic now. I may have, I don't know, maybe I have a fatty liver. It's got to be something other than that. (laughs) So I go to my primary and he was like, well, you're probably perimenopausal. I was like, the devil, who are you talking to like that? Don't use that kind of speech in my presence. (laughs) But sure enough, I went, got my hormones checked. And they were just lower than usual. And she was like, you know, you're a perimenopausal. And I was like, what? And she was like, you need to start thinking about, you know, HRT. Do you want to do hormone replacement? Do you want to? And I was like, okay, wait, wait, wait. You're moving too fast. You're moving too fast. Slow down. And I don't know why none of my girlfriends over brunch, over waffles, hell over fried chicken. We've never talked about that. That's why we're talking about it on the most of moments because women need to know. They what need to know. Are they going to experience? And they need to know it doesn't make you less than because even though I'm not there yet, I have been preparing myself mentally that, you know, I'm still going to be the same Jasmine. I'm still going to be hopefully as sexually active. Well, wait a minute. 
let me just be clear. I don't want to be as sexually active as I am right now because that is not existent. What I want to be is sexually active. (laughs) I want to see if I'm dry or not. (laughs) Well, here's what I want to know. Okay. I'm married. I'm tired of being sexually active. You're tired of being sexually active? Girl, I'm tired. I'm going to be honest. I really am tired. What part? What, what part? What part? I can't do it anymore. What What part? Is it because you're just like, oh, I'm just, I'm tired. Because you got a lot going on professionally, right? So is it because you're, you lack the energy or you just like, I'm just not into it. Like, I don't want to be, no, I don't right. want you what? all up under me. I don't want you in me. I don't want no parts of it. Like, what part? Girl, I've been doing it for 30 some odd years. I'm ready to retire. Yeah. At least for like, maybe if I got two I months. I never off. heard of retired pussy, but I guess it exists. <laughs> <laughs> She and said, I want to put my cat up on the shelf. I, I wanted to just go sit down for a little bit in the corner and just rest. What? My monkey is tired. Well, I, I guess so. 30 years. 30, but now I'm going to be honest with you. I have a very sexually active husband who he would honestly, and I, I have to, I, he would like to have sex three to four times a week. Ain't nobody got time for that. I don't have, I don't have that. I Does he have any brothers? <laughs> <laughs> Where his daddy at? <laughs> Stop it, Jack. <Yeah. laughs> oh, that is hilarious. I just, I don't know. That's so weird. Lost, okay, we lost one another. Oh, we came right back. And the great Do thing is we can we pick it up in post. Okay, great. So I, I, yeah, so that's so weird because now here's what I've heard and, and I'm, I'm heading in that direction. So I will experience it whether I want to or not. I heard as women age, we, our sexual appetite ramps up and men, cause they've been fucking since they were 12, right? Theirs goes down. But you're saying your husband is going up and you're going down. Well, wait a minute. That might make for a good Saturday night. That's not what we're talking about. He's always been up and I've been down. We've always (laughs) been unbalanced. (laughs) He's always always been more sexually uh, active than I have. Now, is that a conversation that you have prior to marriage? or, Or do you just go into it? And and just hope for the best. I've always wondered that. Do you have those kind of conversations of, listen, you know, I'm not going to be, you know, in the V position every day, all day. That ain't getting right. Like, do you talk about that? Now, we did because I knew what I was marrying. He knew what he was, you know, I knew who he was. He knew who I was. And we knew we were getting married. So we had to talk about it. And I was like, okay, I can do this up until this age. But after that, now I'm going to do it once a week. And that's it now. That's ain't it. doing it no more. So get it all so, in, literally and figuratively. Get it all in right now. Because yeah, <laughs> so there will be no more room at the end. <laughs> yeah, no monkey after that. So we have good, great conversations about it. But, you know, when I was going through premenopausal, now I will say this, um, I had anxiety. And I didn't know what it was from. I don't know if your hormones were off. I had anxiety. I was cranky, cranky, cranky. And um, it was anxiety. So I wasn't able to, that was probably about a month or two that I was like, no, I'm not going to be able to do it. I'm just, 
I'm not into now, it. See, now, see, that would be confusing for me because I naturally, well, not naturally, I'm not going to claim that. I, I experience anxiety already and I have for years. And I know it's because I am an alpha I am a type A personality. I'm a Scorpio. I am all those things. And I like to control everything. I would try to control the sun if I could. But God said, listen, sit your ass down in a corner somewhere and be quiet. And thank you. you. I'm listening. <laughs> but when I get into situations that I can't control, I tend to have panic attacks uh, because I want to control it so bad. And I feel like if it's out of my control, we're not going to make it. And I'm responsible for everyone. And so it causes anxiety. And so... My doctor did say that would be one of the things that I would experience. And I was like, baby, I already done that. So if, if that's what I'm looking for, I'm in trouble because I'll never see it coming. Well, I didn't, um, I hadn't experienced anxiety and I am a type, you know that I like to control things and I couldn't control anything. It was out of my control. Things that were happening. I was like, Oh my God, I did learn to let go and yeah. let God. Cause I'm like, Girl, you about to kill your dad. Well, the one thing you were controlling was no monkey Mondays. I know that. (laughs) I wasn't doing that. So it was hard, but I'm past it now. These are things we have to talk about. Women need to be open about it and laugh about it. You know, that's what we're here. We want to laugh about it. I think we don't give ourselves enough um, gentleness and grace when it comes to aging. Because I think when you become a woman of a certain age, like, like we are not meaning that, that we're old, just mean, meaning after you've lived, you've gone through some shit, you know, I think, Mm -hmm. and like I said, I was listening to Tracy Ellis Ross and she was saying how she had always looked forward to getting older. And I'm not going to say, I can't go as far as to say that, but I do feel as though I don't want to get to a certain age that I feel like I have no value and that I have to try to keep up with these girls who are 25 and, you know, now I'm still going to dye these curly tresses. I'm going to do that now for a little bit. But I think there will come a time when, listen, if I could, I think. I, let me tell you something. I, if you could see my room, I have so many wigs in here, and I think I may have won, worn one. I'm obsessed with wigs, but I am terrified to wear them. I'm terrified, why? but I'm obsessed. Okay, Lana, okay. throw me one of those wigs. Throw me that blonde wig, wig up there. Let me show you, you why. As you go through menopause, as you go through menopause, you know the hair sheds, and, and things <gasps> happen with the hair follicles. What? So, uh, yeah. Um, so what is the fear <laughs> Of look the here, wig look here, you. look here. Let me show you something. Let me see. Look at Vanessa. Oh, girl. Say, hey, this is Vanessa. Cute. Now, I put Vanessa I, on I, on Saturday nights and dance around the house by myself. Okay, see what I'm talking about? You see what you're working with over here? <laughs> We're going out. We're going out. But I'm terrified <laughs> to actually put it on and go outside. I don't know why. I think part of it is because I go, I, I, I'm obsessed with with wigs and most people would never know that about me. I'm obsessed. I love them. I love the way they look on the mannequin, but baby, when I put them on my head, I feel like a fool. (laughs) I just want to, I'm like, this ain't, this ain't the truth. I gotta, are you putting it on correctly? Probably not. No, probably not. Cause well, half the time, I don't know what to do with all of this. And I don't have a good girlfriend who can come over and braid it back and you know, help me get this thing on straight. I put wigs on backwards before. Like, I just don't know what I'm doing. No, don't, don't, then don't you go out in your wig until yeah. you get it. 
Yeah. yeah. That's why I that. sit at home on Saturdays. Me, Vanessa, and Rosita. <laughs> well, I love my wigs. Um, you'll probably, every now and then you'll see me in my natural hair, but no, I don't do it anymore. Yeah. It's too much. It's, too it much is, it's a lot. Um, it's a lot. And it's, my hair is very, very thick. And the reason I, I wore the wigs was for me for protection as I was going through menopause. Mm. I wanted to protect my hair. I didn't want to lose my hair. And so it has been a great wow. protection for me. Well, see, that, that's what I mean. I don't think we, as women, give ourselves, I'm petting Vanessa, by the way. Um, I, I don't think we give ourselves the room to, um, to just age gracefully and kind of lean I, into it. Because I think hearing that, and knowing what I'm going through already, all that shit is already hard. And it can just cause wreck havoc on your emotional state, on your mental state. And certainly we were already talking about from a physical perspective. I don't want to put any more weight on me than I have to. I agree. I agree. And you know what? That's the vain side of me that says, you know, I need to keep my hair and my locks or who I am. And it's not. It's yeah. not. So... I would t say to any woman, don't put that pressure on yourself. Just be you. We should age gracefully. Yes. We should love ourselves from the inside out. I totally agree. Celebrate who you are. Celebrate that brilliance. Honey, we are beautiful inside and out. And just celebrate all of it. And not only that, hell, we made it this far. Amen. We made it this I'm far. And there were that. some people who didn't. Let me tell you something. Exactly. And that's why I said, you know, I want to have more conversations with my girlfriends about stuff like that so that selfishly, I admit it, I don't feel like I'm out here by myself, right? Like I'm nervous about having hot flashes. I'm like, so what does it feel like? Am I going to feel like I'm on fire? And I don't want, I don't want my vajayjay to dry up. Like it's already underactive as it is at the moment. But I'm in the market. I'm on the market. I'm on the hunt. Me and Veronica, baby. Or is this Vanessa? Who is this? Whoever this That's is. Vanessa. That's Vanessa. It's whoever you want. That's it to right. Be. We looking. Yeah. Looking, laughing, and lurching. But I, I yeah. do think it's important that we have these types of conversations so we don't feel, you know, less than or that we don't feel like, you know, somehow our womanhood is now lost and nobody's going to want us and we're no longer attractive. Mm-mm. No, because we are, and we're, and you know, like you said, it takes more than, uh, it, it, being a woman is a lot of things. We're made of, of a lot of things. So it's not just about being sexually active. It's not about being grace, gr growing old. We can grow old gracefully. We can yes. laugh about it. Here's something else you're going to experience during menopause. You know, when we laugh a little bit and we had a little leak, Ooh, excuse me. Yeah. I had a little tingle. Now listen. I had a little tingle. <clears throat> Here's the thing. Now, according to the blood work, I'm not there yet in terms of being in menopause, but I can tell you this, if you make me laugh too hard, I'm going to pee just a little. I, I'm going to have to go to the restroom and, and clean it up. Yeah. <laughs> or better yet, let me just go and tell y'all, go to that aisle that, that grandmother and them used to go to, and there's some little, um, the little, what are they, the inner linings? Oh, so yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Like the little panty liners. Yeah. You don't, so when you have a little squirt. You go, yeah. Oh. Yeah. You don't have yeah. to feel like you got to leave the room. You, you're yeah, safe. You you're in good hands. <laughs> <laughs> now, you know what? Now, I, I, I used to do. The, 
<laughs> now I was doing Kegels for a little bit. I got tired of doing that. Like squeeze and let go and squeeze and let Keep go. I'm like, okay, I, I, I don't want to do that. I do pelvic floor exercises in the gym. But I still pee a little bit if you make me giggle. It's like the Pillsbury Doughboy. You put you dig that. No, you yeah, won't you... giggle. You want to continue to do that because when you get sexually active now, you're gonna need to squeeze that a little bit too. Oh, squeeze let me tell you something. I haven't been sexually active in so long. I probably squeeze so hard, somebody might lose <laughs> something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah, just telling you. I'm just telling you. I will keep that up. But I'm glad that we're having this kind of conversation. Like I said, I had. I had thought about, I went to uh, physical therapy because I tore my meniscus about two, three months back. Um, somebody spilled a drink in a restaurant and I slipped on it and didn't even Are know, not even kidding. And I'm serious. And was too, too, I don't even know. I don't want to say I was too crazy, but I didn't take pictures. I didn't do anything that could have helped me with a little lawsuit, you know? Yeah. I just got up and went outside. I was like, I fell. I said, but it, it actually hurt a little bit. And I'd never hurt myself. I've never broken a bone. I've never done anything like that. It was sore, but I went on to the concert because we were going to see New Edition and me and Bobby Brown had a date. Anyway. Oh, right now. <laughs> so the next day I worked out. The next day I golfed 18 holes. The next day I went to work out and my knee said no. And so it turns out I had a torn meniscus. Well, I've been going through physical therapy. And while at physical therapy the other day, my therapist asked me, she said, um, so I noticed you don't have any gray hair. And I was like, I have a good colorist. And she said, you know, I've been thinking about letting my hair go gray. And I've been taking a poll to see what people thought about it. And I said, listen, okay. I've seen dozens if not hundreds of people on social media who've let their hair go gray and it looks gorgeous there's yeah. a girl that i follow she has curly hair and she let it all go gray and it was just beautiful i've seen one girl who's whose crown was gray and the the back was black and it was gorgeous mm. so me loving vanessa i also had a gloria who was gray Oh, let me see Gloria. Well, I had to throw Gloria away because I thought she was disrespectful. Okay. I'm glad. In other I words, Gloria didn't Gloria, Gloria didn't look good on me. She didn't look good on me. I don't think Gloria works for you for you. Didn't didn't look good on me at all. And I think uh Gigi, it didn't help that I got a pixie in gray. I shouldn't have done the pixie. I probably should have done like a longer more voluptuous kind of wig yeah. and gray to see, yeah. you know, cause you can't yeah. go from this to like a pixie and then gray. It was too much yeah. change. Yeah. So I threw her in a dumpster. Sojourner Truth. Yeah. Harriet Tubman. Could have freed a thousand more. <laughs> but now if you, when, when you do uh, like say, okay, well, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna go natural for a little bit. Would you go all gray? Would you be willing to oh, do that? Wow. Never. I would yeah. look just like my mom and I already look just like my mom, but no, no, that would means my husband would be sleeping with my mom. And now, no, that's not, now, you, now you know, that's legal in a couple of States. Well, not, not over here. <laughs> You're quite not in my house. Mm -mm. I don't look good with two things. I don't look good with short hair. I thought I did years yeah. and years ago. I cut my hair in a pixie. Ooh, I thought it was so cute and fine. Oh my gosh. My kids said, child, that aged you. I don't now, look good with your hair. 
and I don't look good with gray hair. So no. now I cut no. all of my hair off about two years ago because I got braids and no one explained because I'd never had braids ever in my life, except for when I was a kid. Right. But not right. braids with extension. So I didn't know. And nobody told me that when you take them out, you have to condition your hair first and detangle it and wash. Yes. I didn't know yes. that. So I hopped in the yes. shower immediately and all of my hair matted up. So I had to get buzzed on the sides. I had all of this super short and I was terrified that I was going to look like a dude. Oh. And I did. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wanted to tell me that, but it, I, in looking at the pictures, the first day when the stylist did it, it was gorgeous. Mm -hmm. The I next agree. day, I look like Pat. That means mm -hmm. I don't know if this was a girl or a boy. I was yeah. like, yeah, I can't, I can't wait for my hair to grow back. And I'm so glad it did. <laughs> Still I, think I don't look good with short hair. And I, I, I don't like to admit that, but it's just not for me. It Let is me ask something. you something. You said something not a few minutes ago. You said that um, you didn't want to look like your mom, but you look like your mom, right? That's what I you said. Exactly does like it, does it, does it make you feel a certain kind of way to look like your mom? I love looking like, I mean, I, my mother's gorgeous. I, I love, um, I, love, I could tell cause you're gorgeous. So if you look like your mom, uh, yeah. So are you. Um, I, I guess it's like, we are identical. You can't tell us apart. And part of it is how my, you know, I'm like, okay, do, am I going to age with the gray hair? Like my mom, now that right. I don't want to do it. My mom and Moses are kicking it together. I mean, they are just Your like. Your mom and Moses at the bar. Yeah. Damn. You can't tell the difference between my mom and Moses. If they were sitting right there, you could walk up to them and say, hey, Moses. Let my people go. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Hilarious. She's going to get you. I'm just going to tell you, she's going to get you. Um. But she, she's a beautiful woman. She aged, you know, the way she wanted to age. It's just not the way I want to age. I, I ask that because the one thing that I have been battling, uh, especially in the past, I'm going to say year, probably a little longer, but I feel that it's getting heavier and heavier each month that passes. And that is, you know, I was adopted. I met my biological mother maybe a year and a half before she died, something like that. Mm -hmm. And I spent years before I met her wanting to meet her and wanting to see, do I look like her? Do I look like my father? Like, you know, I just want to see a face that looks like mine. Well, now, okay. unfortunately, she she's passed away. She gone on to glory. Her and Moses up there doing something. I don't know. But I My now, will be with him soon, but go ahead. <laughs> I'm not happy that when I look in the mirror, I see her. I look more and more like my mother and my grandmother every day. And it bothers me so much that sometimes I don't even want to look in the mirror. Really? Yeah, it really does. And I've never said that out loud. I've never said that out loud. But because, you know, okay. you and I are besties. Is it, is it because there's some uh, unresolved issue? Is it... I don't know. What what do you think? It, it, is? it could be. It could be that. It it could very well be that. It it could be something that I need therapy on. Cause I I mean, I hate it. Like I I I will catch a glimpse of myself and I will be so irritated that I will not look in the mirror for the rest of the day. Well, let and, me say this. 
this is this is what we can say during this mimosa moment. We're going to thank your mom for the beautiful woman that she created along with your dad. Because, honey, you are just all that. Me so and every Vanessa. Every time you look in that mirror, honey, you and, and all your wigs. You just tell yourself, I am way too cute for this. Mm, I'll remember that. You just look in that mirror and say, oh, you know what? Thank you, mom. I am fabulous. I, you created a beautiful woman. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's easy for me to say that now. And I promise, I promise I'm going to try to remember your words when I'm, when I'm looking in the mirror in one of those moments. And I'm like, oh, my God. I look like Patricia. I look just like her and my grandma. But I do believe that they are, there are definitely some unresolved issues there. And luckily, I have uh, a good friend like you, a good sister that uh, can help me kind of work through those things, us and a few mimosas. There you go. And you know what, Jess? Honestly, it's how I learned to love the woman that I am because when you asked me that initially and after you explained, I didn't like the way I looked because I didn't think my mom was pretty. <gasps> young, when I was young, I didn't. My sister, I th everyone said she was so gorgeous. Oh, my gosh. And they would say, oh, you look like your mom. That's what I would hear when I was a little kid. Like, oh my gosh, your sister's so beautiful. And they'd say, you look like your mom. I was oh. like, well, damn, look what I look like. Looking like Bertha, you know? But <laughs> <laughs> now see, I told you. You done told it now. Let me tell you yeah. something, Jen. You have to go home. You have to get, you have, I'm going to have to let you go. Cause you got a lot of praying to do. Your mama going to get you. And yeah, I'm talking about is. praying, not for forgiveness. Cause I know your mama loves you. I'm talking about praying for strength for strong legs because I got a feeling she's going to chase you all up and around Texas, baby. You in trouble. With that switch. You're you going to need Moses now. <laughs> Swing low, sweet chariot. I'm just saying. <laughs> Girl, I love talking to you. I love our mimosa love moments. And I just, I, I love, love that. It. And you know what? While we're doing mimosa moments, I'm so glad and appreciative of what you said. I, I want to raise a glass to just being a woman to aging gracefully, leaning into it and, and learning to love every part of the journey as we get older, yeah. even when you pee a little bit. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Love you, girl. <laughs> and I might Here's our mimosa moment. That's right. Now y'all get yourselves together and clean yourself up. If you giggle through this, we know you pee a little bit. It's all right. Cheers.